Hello, everyone. My name is Sean Reed, and this is the Legal Helm podcast from Helm 360. Today, we'll be speaking with Bim Dave, Helm 360's executive vice president, about how the COVID pandemic has affected the legal industry and remote work in general. Nice to be with you, Bim. Yes, likewise, Sean. Of course, the big topic of 2020, which is COVID, and how it's affected remote work in regards to the legal industry specifically. How has COVID impacted Helm 360 and the way it delivers its services? Sure, yeah, great, great question, Sean. As with most organizations out there, the first month that we kind of went into lockdown, there was a big dramatic change in terms of how we switched over. As a global organization, we have employees, you know, uh, practically everywhere. A lot of them are remote working, some of them are on client sites, a lot of them work from home, but we also have some big offices in San Diego where our head office is. We have an office over in London where I'm based and a very large operation in India as well. And when you look at our company as a whole, even from a regional perspective, there are different aspects to the way that every country works from home and the culture aspect that comes into play. So it definitely had an impact in that first month was really adjustment, as I'm sure most other organizations went through. From a security perspective, there were a lot of considerations to think about when you move your workforce from a primarily office-based model to a remote location where there's things to consider around security, particularly around data, the fact that you've got now data being accessed from outside of your network, albeit via a VPN, but fundamentally your element of control over that data flow it has changed quite dramatically. So being able to make sure that security is maintained from that remote working model and making sure that you have the right controls in place, the right systems in place to make sure that that data is protected because ultimately that's the hub of everything that we do. I think the biggest impact was around communications and how we collaborate because we were so used to not just collaborate with one another, but also collaborating with our customers because there's a big difference between doing that over a Zoom session or a team session versus being up front in front of a customer, being able to interact, bounce ideas off each other. That element, I think, was probably the most challenging out of all of the technology pieces. The technology pieces all are kind of, you have a problem and you solve it through through the technology or process. Yeah. Whereas communications is really the, the human element and how we adapt the way that we speak to each other, the way that we bounce ideas off each other, the way we support each other um, and our customers. And I think that's that's where I think the probably the largest learning curve was for us and most organizations out there. It probably helps Helm360 that it was mostly remote to begin with, right? I think you have a lot more experience in dealing with remote situations than probably law firms do. Would you say that's true? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think given the um, the nature of our business and because of the, the model that we have from a business perspective in terms of how we deliver services, it's a hybrid model. So typically we would actually have onshore lead sitting in front of a customer, um, working with them on the requirement side of things. But from a delivery perspective, we often do have a distributed model. So we'll have developers and QA resources that are available to be able to basically execute code, develop code from remote locations. And that's pretty much been part of our DNA and, and the way that we deliver service today anyway. So the main element was really that onshore lead talking to a customer in person versus remotely. I think that's been the biggest impact. You have to be more proactive about making that connection with your colleagues using technology like Microsoft Teams from a collaboration perspective to be able to then connect with your colleagues in a different way and maybe a wider group of colleagues to begin with. It's the mindset of other people adapting to then tapping into that 
and actually using that as a mechanism by which to collaborate with one another. Do you think it has changed over the course of the year as you learn more about how to work collaboratively? Definitely. I think people have become more used to collaborating within these platforms, both from like a Helm360 perspective and just the way that we interact with our customers as well. I think previously, when you look at every aspect of our customer interaction, whether it's a preset point of pre-sale, right, when we're talking to a customer about what they might want in terms of service or product, part of this is regional and cultural differences. For example, when I look at the UK and UK client base, typically they would prefer to have at least the final conversations in person. Sometimes that conversation will move to the pub after a session so we can have a bit of social element to it. When we deal with the US, it's a little bit different because the, the breadth of the country is so much bigger and ultimately it's not as feasible to be in front of your customer all of the time. So people are a bit more comfortable with video conferences and demos that are held remotely. You know, even those different cultural aspects in terms of US versus UK have been quite prominent um, in terms of how we've had to evolve from a UK perspective to be more accepting to those kind of conversations. And, and we've seen it, you know, we've seen our customers being more proactive about making decisions based on demonstrations that are held over teams, being able to use that platform to be able to show your face. What challenges do you think law firms specifically have with remote working? Maybe something that other industries don't have? We've seen very different conversations coming our way in terms of some of the challenges that law firms are facing, particularly with this remote working model. And a lot of them have stemmed from what we were talking about earlier around communication and collaboration. How do we now effectively enable our workforce to be more efficient in this remote world when we know that there are challenges around how we collaborate with one another? So definitely a huge emphasis on accelerating rollouts of products like Microsoft Teams, where we've seen law firms who maybe have been sitting on the fence or, or maybe delayed in terms of rolling out products like Microsoft Teams and sticking with Skype for Business, for example, then making a conscious effort to accelerate the timeline to deliver a solution like that so that they can collaborate more effectively. What other technology solutions can we bring to the table to help our workforce do a better job or enable them to be more efficient? There's a couple of elements to this. So with new employees, the challenge always is how do you onboard, for example, the junior lawyer joining a firm? Firstly, there's the whole orientation piece, right, which is common amongst any firm that's hiring a new person. Like how do you orientate them as quickly as possible to understand how to interact with all the systems that are going to support their journey over the next few years? Then it's connecting them with the right people. So there's that whole buddy concept and being able to make sure that they've got the right support next to them to be able to actually be efficient and get them onboarded as quickly as possible. And then there's just the general ad hoc stuff, like how are you getting on and how are you able to do your job in the most efficient way? It's your business processes, it's your systems, it's your people, it, it's just navigating the law firm. How do you do that? This kind of reminds me of some of the challenges we used to have at my old company, which was Thomson Reuters. One of the key things that I used to really struggle with is new employees coming into the organizations would basically be in a position where they're coming into what is a vast organization, global reach, multiple offices, multiple people, multiple divisions, lots of different solutions in place to be able to do everything from requesting time off to enter time, to bill your customers, to go and get help, to go and collaborate. Like there was literally a different tool for pretty much anything you could think of. The other big part of it was just knowing who's who and knowing how to get the information that you needed about something. And one of the things that I used to do with my people when I was at Thomson Reuters was 
give them, not just give my direct reports and, and people within my team the ability to ask questions around how to navigate the organization, but also do that in a cross-functional way. So where I would have equivalents in a different business team that are focused on different areas, when they were onboarding someone, I would make myself available for an onboarding session to say, when you get stuck, because you will get stuck navigating the organization, you come and mm-hmm. talk to me, right, so that I can help you connect you to the right person in the product team or the right person in the support team or wherever it might be to kind of remove some of those obstacles. Pre-COVID, when you think about a law firm that's all based in one office, it's a lot easier to be able to stand up from the cubicle and say, I need help or be buddied up with someone physically so that you can then go and bounce ideas off them or go and ask questions around how to navigate the wonderful world of SharePoint or whatever it might be that has all of this portal information all over it. But with that ability gone, you're now dealing with a new employee who's probably going to be a little bit nervous to ask questions anyway. And you're not yeah. really going to be able to pick up on basic things like body language, how they're interacting with their machine. Another really key thing is when you hire somebody for the first time, until you see them sitting at their desk interacting with the systems, actually performing their job function, it's really hard to know whether they truly get it. You can pick up so much by the way that they do the work that they're doing to really help coach them, guide them, give them the support they need to be successful. And so the onboarding piece in terms of new employees coming to the organization is so critical in terms of thinking differently to be able to address those needs, particularly in in this time where we have distributed hiring happening. And then you've got to think about it from an existing employee perspective where they are already comfortable with the fact that they know how to go and navigate the law firm with the internal employee impact, the existing employee impact. The the key thing there is making sure that we've got the right tools in place to enable them to be successful in this remote working model, right? So an existing lawyer who's so comfortable with being in their office, pinging their secretary every once in a while to go and pull a file or go and get some information. And you would have secretaries going and printing out pro formas, for example, Mm -hmm. and placing a pile of them, a stack of them on the lawyer's desk for them to go and review and mark up manually, and then for them to give that back to them. And, And that world is gone now, right? You can't physically do that. So big movements on solutions like paperless performer, where everything's electronically moved around the firm and you have full visibility and the ability to record edits electronically. Those kind of solutions have a much bigger impact on existing employees who are used to a manual process, but can be enabled to be more efficient through this kind of technology. And then it's really about how do you now figure out the connection point between you as a lawyer and your customer? Like, how do you make that transition from being able to go and entertain your customer in a different way, take them out for dinner, take them to a show and and really form a relationship with them so that you can sell your services to them and make them a long-term customer? Or the flip side is this virtual world How do we have that same kind of impact? Because again, there's a big thing missing when you think about the way that we interact with each other through a screen and the the kind of personal aspect of it does diminish. We have to be real about that. And I think in order to kind of bridge that gap, you've got to think a little bit differently in terms of how you engage with customers. And some of that is through online media. You can see a definite shift in the way that law firms have adapted. You can see a lot of technology-focused blog posts and video sessions, more interaction between stakeholders within a law firm, you know, attending and, and being part of panels where they're discussing various topics, sharing a glimpse into the law firm. 
and into themselves, right, from a personality perspective, so that they can engage with their audience differently. And I think that online presence is, is a big part of it. How do we get in front of customers? I mean, look at us, we're doing this right now, right? We're, yeah. we're having a conversation which we, we would not have probably done like a year ago to try and get a connection with our customers and, and help them understand what we're thinking about, which direction we're going in, what kind of technology challenges, you know, we're able to solve all of those kind of things. And I think that's a real game changer in terms of how we interact in the future. And then fundamentally, the last kind of part of this is really around impact of the business and how you quantify that, right? And how you use some of the technology to be able to do that differently. And again, it comes down to in the pre-COVID world, you could have a series of reports delivered to you on your desk, or you could have a conversation about the financials in a collaborative way. And that element has gone. And a lot of that stuff does transition nicely to kind of like this virtual conference world. But a lot of it is down to how do you make sure that everyone is engaged, right? So I've never worked in a law firm, but I've heard that they're clinging to paper and that they've kind of resisted going to a paperless office. Do you think that's true? And if that is true, how has COVID changed that? So I think there is an element of truth to that, but I wouldn't say it's as, as high as maybe what you think. I think it's probably 50% true, let's say, right, of law yeah. firms. I've seen, especially over the last like year, year and a half, like a big shift in terms of law firms being more proactive about being, and this is pre-COVID, I would say, being more proactive about getting themselves aligned from a technology perspective and investing in technology to really push themselves forward. And that's both internally and externally. Like I see a lot of, not, not just large law, but mid-law firms actually setting up, you know, innovation groups internally or partnering with external consultant firms to really do idea generation around business process to help accelerate that process. So there's a lot of positive stories around firms that have been embracing technology to make those incremental improvements. Mm -hmm. However, you're absolutely right. There's definitely a large population of firms that haven't done that traditionally and have really been forced to do that through the COVID crisis because I think ultimately it's pushed them in a direction where they've had to think differently had to think about the way that they're doing things at the moment. And the example that I was giving before is actually a real world scenario where you do have some partners out there and senior lawyers out there that are so used to taking that paperwork home and sitting on a couch and actually physically writing on the, the performers and, and doing those edits and then handing it back to a secretary the next day because of the volume of changes that they need to, need to do and just the fact that they're not comfortable or not used to having to do it a different way. And there is a population of lawyers that are just so pre-programmed to do it that way that they've found it difficult to embrace that technology, even if it's put in front of them. You see these law firms investing like large sums of money in these brand new systems to be able to change the way that they behave and the way that they work through these different business processes. And the first thing that comes to mind is like, okay, this is great. The technology is great, but give me a print button to actually default back to the old way of doing it, right? Thank you.